Dongun's point of view. After the recent events, I wanted to spend time with my family, but we had a small event booked and I spent a lot of time in the practice room. She had been trying to apply for a new job that required her to write a short story that she was struggling with. I had tried talking to her about it, but she just couldn't figure out what to write about. Since I was busy with rehearsals, I couldn't offer much help. On the night she was waiting for a response, curiosity finally got the best of me. She never mentioned what she had decided to write about. I hadn't asked, but I thought she would have told me. When she hesitated, it made my heart race. What is she hiding? But when I read the story, I felt like I couldn't breathe. Why did she use our story? Why did she choose him over me? They were the only thoughts I had, and even though she explained, I just couldn't stop my mind from wandering. I felt suffocated and just had to leave to clear my head. I got my jacket and keys and walked out the door. I sat in the car for a while, not knowing where to go or what to do. I saw June come in a taxi and run to the door. I got out of the car and went to see what was going on. I peeked through the window and saw them sitting on the couch. June, of course, was worried and C was crying. I felt heartbroken watching her, but I couldn't bring myself to go in at the time. I saw June read the story and react as I expected him to. June was the only one I had trusted to confess to. I had always been confident, never doubted myself in terms of looks or personality. It wasn't until I met C that I suddenly began getting anxiety given the situation with Seyun. I couldn't explain it. I just couldn't get over the anxiety that she could have been his or that she might want to be with him. It was illogical, and I was certain that she loved me. I knew I was being irrational and I was hurting her, but I was only thinking of my own pain. June knew about it and suggested I try therapy or talking it out more with Seyun, but I didn't want to admit to anyone else, that, let alone him, that I was still doubting. C had calmed down a little. I called June and saw him go to the kitchen to answer. June, hey, are you okay? What's going on with you? Me, did you read the story? June, yes. Dongun, I, I don't know what to say, but are you really sure this is the best way to handle this? Me, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing or what to do. I just... June, okay, okay, where are you? I'll meet up with you now. Me, I'm right outside. He hung up and said goodbye to C. As soon as he came out, I gave him the keys and told him to wait in the car. I watched her go into the hall. I saw the hall light turn on and went over to Sora's window to see her one more time. I'm sorry, princess. I saw C walk in and watch her sleep. Her eyes were so red and puffy from all the crying. I watched her rock Sora to sleep. I wished I was be able to be with them, but I just couldn't. Not right now. I got in the car and just started driving around. June, what are you thinking? Me, I'm trying not to think. June, then what's going to happen to you both? I started tearing up and getting angry. I pulled over and started pounding on the steering wheel. June put his hand on my shoulder and I broke down crying, hiding my face in my arms, hunched over the steering wheel. June, I know you need your time, but given that C also has anxiety, I'm afraid she... Me, don't. Don't say it. I know. I can't help it, though. June, you can't have it both ways. I can try to keep her calm, but it won't be easy. Running away is what she knows best. I had a flashback to when we first started talking. I remembered how guarded she was with certain topics and how she sometimes tried to pull away from me. I always managed to pull her back to me. I started to feel like maybe I was the too selfish one, always wanting her for myself and always pulling her towards me. What if I forced her to love me? I felt my phone vibrate and stopped crying. I leaned back into the seat and wiped my face. June handed me a tissue and I cleaned up before checking my phone. It was a text from C. Message. Dongun, I'm so, so sorry. Please be safe. I stared at the message knowing how hard it must have been for her to type. She hesitated and didn't say she loved me. She was afraid it would push me away. I wasn't sure if it would. Her not saying it hurt me just as much. I saw another message come in. Message. 
Dongun, I... I wish I could take the story back. The last thing I wanted was to hurt you. I understand if you... I don't want you to, but I understand if you want to leave. My heart just couldn't take it anymore. Is she trying to leave? Or does she want me to leave? I couldn't understand what was happening. What's happening to us? I suddenly felt my head spin and my chest tightened. I couldn't breathe and it made me panic. June. Dongun? Dongun, just relax. Everything is going to be okay. Just calm down. Slow your breathing. Take deep breaths. Come on, let's get some fresh air. He got out in a hurry and ran over to my side to open my door. He helped me out and we sat on the curb. That was the first time I had ever had a severe panic attack. I couldn't wrap my head around the situation. I felt June wrap his arm around me. Me. Can, can you take me home? Take me to my family. June. Of course. Come on, let's go. He helped me up and we headed home. It was already really late, so I told June to just spend the night. He said okay, and I grabbed some extra blankets and pillows. He settled down on the couch, and I went to give the kids a goodnight kiss. I hesitated in front of the bedroom. I wasn't sure I could go in. My heart was aching, but I wasn't even sure what was causing it to hurt more. I heard someone behind me, so I turned, and I saw Donnie standing in the hallway just outside his room. Donnie. Dad, um, are, are you still going to be my dad? I ran over to him and hugged him tightly. His arms hesitated for a moment before wrapping around me. I couldn't answer him because I didn't even know how to answer. Will we be able to fix this? I took Donnie back to bed and stood in front of my bedroom door once again. I took a deep breath and went in. The first thing I saw was Zee laying on her side, her hand clutching her phone. She must have fallen asleep after texting me. I doubted she had wanted to, but crying as much as she did, I knew she was feeling sleepy. I approached the bed and crouched down in front of her. I saw the puffiness in her eyes and her face was still a bit red. She shivered and I noticed sweat start to come out of her, her forehead. I gently placed my hand on her cheek and felt how hot she was. I quickly got up and went to get a cool, wet towel. I came back to the room and wiped her face. I took the phone from her hand and covered her. I stayed sitting next to the bed, making sure her fever didn't come back. She suddenly jerked in her sleep and winced. Her breathing was getting faster and suddenly tears started to fall from her eyes. I grew more worried and tried to calm her down. She started to cry out on pain and finally woke up. Me. Shh, it's okay now, it's okay. She didn't seem to hear me as she continued to cry out in pain. Ow! It hurts so much! Call! She continued to cry out and Donnie came running into the room asking what was wrong. I didn't know what was wrong either. Before I could even say anything, June came in and took Donnie back to his room. Me. Call an ambulance! He nodded and grabbed his phone. I turned my attention back to see and tried to calm her down. See? Please tell me what's wrong. She tried to speak, but I could tell she was in a lot of pain. I reached over to check for her fever. It was a lot stronger than before. I removed the covers to get her out of bed, and that's when I noticed the blood. She was bleeding, and I didn't know why. I got her robe and covered her with it. I yelled out for June, and he came rushing in. Me. She's she's bleeding. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. June. The ambulance is already coming. I'll stay with the kids. Don't worry. I could tell he was trying to stay calm to avoid scaring me or Donnie anymore. But I could see he was just as scared and worried. The ambulance got there, and I helped carry her out to meet them at the door. C had become unconscious, I'm assuming from the shock of the intense pain. We headed to the hospital, but I was told to wait in the waiting area. I was getting anxious when the rest of the guys showed up. I couldn't bring myself to look at Seyun, and I was embarrassed about explaining the rest of the incident. Chan. Hyung, is she okay? Me. I, I don't know. She had a fever and suddenly woke up and was yelling out in pain. I don't know. They came to try and comfort me, but I just felt guilty for how we had fought. The doctor came out and asked for me. Doctor, 
Which one is the husband? Me. Me. What's wrong with her? Doctor. Ah, uh, did you know she was pregnant? My eyes widen and my heart stop. No, not again. Doctor. You recently had a baby, right? She must be stressed over something and that contributed to her miscarriage. She's going to need fluids and plenty of rest. We've already given her medicine, so she should be feeling better in a few hours. You can see her now. He walked off, but I was feeling like it was my turn to pass out. My vision started going blurry again. How can I face her? I made her lose another baby. I fell back against the wall, feeling lost again. The guys came running towards me. Byung-kwan, what's wrong? What did he say? Chan, Hyung, it's okay. We're here for you. Me. <laughs> it's all my fault. I made her lose one again. Seyun, she lost another baby? The boys were now in shock too. Of course, none of us knew and I didn't even think she knew. She always said she wanted a big family, so if she knew she was pregnant, I'm pretty sure she would have told us, or me at least. Maybe she knew, but I didn't give her a chance to tell me. They helped me up and I went to see her. As soon as I walked through the door, I stopped. I was too afraid to go any closer. Here we were, again in the hospital, but this time, I felt even more guilty. I felt the sun shine into the room as I walked over to the chair. I hadn't slept at all, and I was feeling very exhausted. I felt my phone vibrate, but I ignored it. It kept buzzing until I finally answered. I didn't even check who it was. I just answered the call as I rested my head on the wall. Me. Hello? Voice. Donguna, what's going on with C? I came to your house to drop off some food for her and the kids thinking you would be too busy. Junie is here and he told me that she was back in the hospital. What's going on? My tears welled up again. Me. Mom. It's all my fault. Mom. Donguna, I'm on my way. She hung up and came over 30 minutes later. Mom. Donguna. What do you mean this is your fault? What happened? She looked at me anxiously. I could tell how worried she was. I explained what had happened that led to the fight and why she was here again. My mom just patted my hand and sighed. Mom, I understand you may have some doubts, but why don't you trust her? Me, it's not that I don't trust her. I just feel like I never gave her a chance to choose me. I kept pulling her back to me. Mom, well, of course she had a choice. She chose you. If what Seyun told me was true, she ran to you. I looked up at her. I had never told her the details of what happened on that trip. Mom, of course I know. Seyun felt so guilty about it, and when he found out you were going to propose to her, he came to talk to me. He told me everything he did. I scolded him for being so impulsive and foolish. I'm going to scold you too now for being just as foolish. If you have issues, you need to talk about them with the people you love, or else it will continue to eat you up and drive you crazy. Talk to C and talk to Seyun. Open your eyes and your heart to what C and Seyun show you. They love you and you know it. Why are you doubting yourself? Me, I know, you're right. Mom, of course I am. I'm your mother. She hugged me and kissed my head. I didn't understand my feelings, but maybe if I talked it out with them, I would. Mom, you need to take care of her if you don't want to lose her. Me, she told me about what you guys talked about before the wedding. I didn't know you met with her privately until a few weeks ago. She said she was afraid you would be like those strict and rich moms from the dramas. We both laughed. Mom, <laughs> she sure has an imagination. But if we're being honest, that was my intention at first. But as I got to know her, I could see her innocence and sincerity towards you. I also noticed how guarded she was. You helped her feel safe, but I noticed how hard she tried to prove to you that she loved you. I'm not claiming I know everything about her, but Dongun, the things she went through, if this continues to be a problem me mom please i know i don't need to hear you say it mom i think you do she will leave 
I closed my eyes and turned away. Mom, I love you, and I really love her and the kids. Don't wait too long to talk to her. I nodded and said goodbye to her. She stopped to say goodbye to C2 even though she was still asleep before she left. I went to sit beside C and fell asleep while holding her hand.